This is Chris Hughes with the Christian Perspective Podcast with Chris Hughes, where we encourage our listeners to engage the culture with Jesus Christ. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. So enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Too many teardrops for one heart to be crying. Too many teardrops for one heart to carry on. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... Can you cry alone? And die just a little? And baby, I would feel just a little less pain. Again, no warning. Something in return. So cry just a little. Crayon today, <laughs> not a crayon. We're getting our crayon today on the Christian Car Guys show with my good friend Bob. Good morning, Robbie. It's very good to have you here. You came in there at the end. Yeah. The, oh, there we go. So yes, the show is get your crayon. When was the last time? It's a little hard, but it's good. When was the last time you had a really good cry? I mean. With all your heart, that kind of, that kind of cry. So, you, you know, you heard 96 Tears from the Mysterians. Do you remember that song, Bob? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Mark and the Mysterians, isn't it? <laughs> I know, it might have been. And what was cool about that song for me is it was the only song I knew how to play on the organ. My sister played the organ, and she taught me how to play it. <laughs> so I can still play it to this day. Everyone's once in a while, I'll play it. There you go. <laughs> But anyway, and then we heard Faith Hill with her cry. So we don't want you to cry. In the last segment of, of Christian Car Guy today, we have the Plymouth Progress finally returns because we've had struggles, Bob. We had, we, we had snow that didn't allow us to come in and, and, and do our show two weeks ago. Or maybe it was three weeks ago. I forget how it's all coming together. Then I got covid and so, thank goodness, Bill came in and filled in for me last week. And so I've, I've been anxious to get this episode out, but I haven't been able to due to the fact that um, we had other plans. And then, if you happen to be familiar with Winston-Salem, North Carolina, maybe you heard we had a fire, right? And you're familiar with fire, right, Bob? Oh, absolutely. Uh, more familiar with it than I wished I was. So Weaver Fertilizer just happens to be probably less than a thousand yards from us and so we were <laughs> evacuated uh, monday night they evacuated the area even the fire people had to leave um because we had 600 ton tons 600 tons of um, is it ammonia nitrate whatever ammonia nitrate yes sir. and from what i understand i mean like it, it was it could have been unbelievable so if you looked at the pictures um of what happened in Texas with 250 tons of ammonia nitrate 
And if you looked across the railroad tracks from that fertilizer plant, it was kind of weird looking because it just leveled everything that was in the distance that we are from them. So we were thinking, man, you know, not only we're glad that nobody was in the area, but we thought there was a possibility we could lose the headquarters for Truth Broadcasting this week. But nonetheless, in spite of all that, we're here with you and we're getting our cry on, Bob. Amen. <laughs> so you may wonder, Robbie, what the heck? Well, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you may note that I have a picture of a little child that is just absolutely, you saw the picture, right, Bob? It's a good one of, of a little child crying. I hadn't seen that picture yet this morning. I'm Okay, I'm going to show it to you at the break. So anyway, if you look at that picture, ChristianCarGuy.com, and you see this child, they look like they're maybe about one. And as I was staring at that picture, I wondered if I've lost that ability, right? Because think about when you were a little kid, man, you could really cry. <laughs> and sometimes I could cry without tears, and Mama knew the difference. When I was getting disciplined, you know, uh, if you didn't cry, you kept getting disciplined. Right. So sometimes I, I, I made the mistake of crying during her backswing one time, and uh She's like, uh, you, you got it a little worse when you did that. Mm. So, uh, yeah, and this whole idea of, of crying. So I, I think King David gives us a, a standard to which we're, you know, we're trying to stand up to. And when you look in the cough section, the Hebrew letter kuf, I guess would be the way you pronounce that. When you look at the kuf section, the very first verse, he says, I cried with my whole heart. Hear me, Lord, so I will keep thy statute. So as you might guess, that today's Christian Car Guy show is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Kuf. Um, as, as it has that idea of crying in it. And so it's very interesting to me that the Holy Spirit seems to be working on me with this idea of crying this week, okay? Because we went to Birmingham, Alabama last weekend. Um to see my daughter and went to Redeemer uh, Community Church there and the wonderful, wonderful pastor there, Joel Brooks, did a sermon on Romans chapter 8, which came in very handy for me, but interesting. He was talking about, you know, in Romans, you, you might remember before you get to all things work together for good, that's 828, 8. right? 826, he talks about the groaning of the Holy Spirit. And it says exactly, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know what to pray for we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. Well, that word groaning and the word cry that King David used in the 119th Psalm that I just quoted, they both have a letter in common when you look at it, and that letter is the letter kuf, and it really is also the, like the root word, letter, and word uh, of, I lost my headphones. There you go. I, <laughs> it's the root letter of the word holy. Did you know that? And, and so this idea of this holy cry, I mean, something that's way down deep in there, and, and it's really cool that that cry has a really particular purpose. If you keep reading in Romans, as the, as the pastor pointed out, there are five golden verbs in that passage. And so if you go through those, you go, right? 
that these groanings lead to all things work together for good, but for those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed into the image of his son. So you got the, he knew you before, Bob. And then, I don't want to argue over predestination, but we can see that that what Paul is saying is we know the destination that was done ahead of time was going to be made into the likeness of his son. And so when you think about what you cry about, we're crying because we don't measure up so many times, right? If you think about some of the the biggest cries you've ever had in your life, I remember when I was a a kid, I would cry about my teeth. If you've seen my teeth, you could see why I cried about my teeth (laughs) or I cried about my hair because it was curly and I wanted straight hair. In other words, there are all these things that I didn't measure up. But when you think about where King David really, really, really cried is where he didn't measure up from a standpoint of sin. Because when you look at the the last verse, um, in in the, it's actually verse 136, he says, rivers of water run down my eyes because they keep not thy law. So the question is, and we would love for you to call in and share with us, when was the last time you had one of those cries where literally rivers of water ran down your eyes? And what was that about? And what did that feel like? 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Yes, Bob. My most, my most recent cry, and it wasn't one of the just completely super sobbing, snot slinging, you know, sometimes I feel like I cry out my nose when I really get wound up. But um, it was uh, January the 9th this year. And um, I had, uh, that was the day my son passed uh, in 2014. And uh, we lost our headphones and, again. And, uh, well, there we go. Um, 2014, he died. And on the, the ninth of January, I went, you know, went to the cemetery that day, and I was already a little down because it was the, it was the day I'd lost my son, and I got a phone call that morning, and I looked at my phone, see who was calling, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty nice. A friend of mine's calling to, to, you know, be a part of my day and to remember Rob, and he shared with me that he had lost his son that very same day. You know, just that morning he had found out that his son had passed, and that was just really, really, really strange, and and you know, more gut wrenching. And um, and then an hour later, we found out my wife's aunt had passed. And I'll finish this story when we get back from the break. Right. So in the meantime, we would love to hear from you. We've already got one caller. We're gonna get need to get more. Eight six six three four eight. Seven eight eight four eight six six three four. Truth. So much more. Christian Carguy show coming up. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Too many teardrops for one heart to be crying. Too many teardrops for one heart to carry on. We're getting our cry on today in the Christian Car Guy Show, and we're wondering about yours. When was the last time you had a really 
good cry. And and what are some of the benefits of that? What is what do you think is going on inside? Well, um, you're crying with the Holy Spirit and and those kind of things. So we left our hero Bob. Unfortunately, I mean, wow. You you may know Bob lost his son on the ninth of January, which obviously, two thousand fourteen. Yes. Um. Well, the ninth of January was very recently, as we haven't even got to the ninth of February yet. And then on the ninth of January of this year, while he thought he had this friend who was calling him to console him over the loss of his son a few years ago, instead he shares that his son had gone to be the Lord with the Lord on the same day. Yeah, that morning it had happened, and he called me in. And I just, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to be the one that has guidance and everything, but I didn't know what to say to him that morning. I was just at a loss for words, and and I felt so goofy about that. I had to call him later and, and you know, gather myself a little bit because it just took my breath. It I just couldn't believe it had happened, and and it just it was just really, really, really a tough situation. And when I think back, I was I went to the cemetery after that, and and while I was at the cemetery, I I, I had one a one a a profound cry, and um, you know just just really, really, really emotional about that, and um, it was just so many things piling up in one day and you just you want to say the right thing but i'm not sure there is a right thing to say and i know there's a lot of wrong things to say i mean uh so many people they're trying to say something encouraging and and they say something that hits you wrong and and you know they're not trying to hurt your feelings or you know people wanted to ask me my son had you know passed from an overdose and so many people wanted to know about it and wanted information, and I'm feeling like just just love me, you know, just love me. Don't try to investigate right now, you know. There's plenty of time for that down the road. So, you know, it was just really, really, really a tough, tough thing to deal with. Absolutely, and it was the same thing that caused Jesus to cry, right? When when. You know, he cried over Lazarus, his loss, and, you know, with being there with the sisters who were experiencing that loss. We got Anne, speaking of a sister, <laughs> we got Ann Alt, who is in Charlotte this morning. Good morning, Ann. No, no, I'm in Huntersville. I'm still in Huntersville, but I, I, I'll, I'll be quick with this, but uh, what a sad testimony that he was just talking about. I, I totally understand it, and, and I was stunned when you were talking about this, because last night it was a culmination, too, for me, where it just hits you, doesn't it? Uh, you know, like like you've, you guys have been talking about, but I, I, my older brother, whom I talked to you about, Robbie, and I adore him. He's he's just uh, he, he, he's the best big brother that I've ever had in the world, you know, I mean, and, um, but last night when I was at church uh, with my job, I my younger brother called, and he updated me. My older brother was, oh gosh, he was Marines in Saigon, uh, where they had Agent Orange. He was the, one of the good guys in FBI. Uh, he just, even after he retired with a group of them, the Academy Group, they helped uh, companies uh, guard from terrorism. He's a, he was just such a giver. 
and great sense of humor and all that. And he's he got the Lewy body dementia disease, uh, which is hor- horrible way to die. And he's been going through all of that. Then his wife, um, you know, she's she. It's been very hard on her, needless to say. And um, it, it, he's just, you know, it, it, when when I talk to him, he he just hardly can string a few words together. So it's very, it's been a very an emotional time that way. But last night at the church. You know, they both have COVID now, in addition to Louis, you know, the Louis, wow. uh, body dementia disease. And then he's not making sense. He's talking about, well, he hasn't, but it's like he's talking about Vietnam. He'll, he, he's, he, he's going basically crazy. And on the way home last night, and to me, what you guys are sharing right now, just confirmed to me Wow, in such an amazing way, because I was even analyzing as I was screaming in the car on the way home. <laughs> Didn't even care. I mean, the windows were up, and I'd always do it when when I was, you know, traveling, and it was later. So there weren't that many people around on the freeway and everything. But I just literally was, uh, I've never cried like that, where I was crying literally like a baby. Uh, uh, so I, and I even analyzed, I thought, I sound like a baby. <laughs> You know, that kind of crying, where you, and it's fresh, of course, because it was just last night. Oh, yeah. But it's it's like, it's just, I was just, I was letting it all go. I just, just <laughs> at the top of my lungs. and <laughs> it. But it was such a great catharsis in a weird way, you know, and it was just, help me, Holy Papa, help me, Holy Papa, you know. Do you and, feel like your crying is healing? I'm sorry, what was that? Do you feel like your crying is healing? Yes. Yeah, in a weird kind of way. It was It's like we get to purge our emotions. We've yeah. got too many emotions yeah. inside of us and they're yeah. just weighing <laughs> on us and they're so heavy. And if we yeah. can just have that good, good, good cry and just yeah. let them all out, and it seems yeah. like the burden is lightened tremendously. And there's something holy about that. That you yeah, see the it, you did notice the common denominator in that is there's something that's actually been given to us in that that we know works together for good because this is what he was talking about in Romans eight twenty eight right. right but in somehow or another it it in spite of the fact that all this is not the way that it should be but as as a result of our deep deep feeling yeah it, there's something holy there. Well, it's just yeah. a, it's just a healing for me, and uh, it just when I can't carry it all, it's time to get rid of some of it. Wow. Well, we got all sorts of folks lined up, and thank you so much. God bless, and Love we will continue to pray for your brothers and and for you as you go through this. We have Angela and Nancy and and another caller, so we got all sorts of folks lined up. Please stay tuned. And be sure to call us with yours, 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
our cry on today, getting our cry on on the Christian Car Guy show. And uh, we were talking about how it's almost something holy, that letter Kuf. Um, as, as you go into the Kuf section of the 119th Psalm, you'll see that King David, he did a lot of that. And he did it throughout the Psalms. And, and, and it's amazing as we are experiencing it, like, how did we cry when we were a child? And can we get back to that? We have Angela. She's in North Carolina. Angela, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. The first thing I want to say is I'm so thankful that you're able to be back on the air. Uh, Me too. God is God, good, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he is. Um, well, my, my, I am getting feedback, Robbie, from, I'm hearing myself. Yeah, have you got Is your radio that, on? Pardon? Okay, we got it. We got it. Sometimes if we pot it down okay. a little bit, we got you. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, my cry came uh, in 2019. Uh, I've shared before that my mom passed away in December of 2018. And... Um, I've also shared that she and I didn't have the very best of relationships. Uh, I had, she was in a uh, nursing care facility, and she didn't want to be there. Uh, and she let it be known, to me mostly. And um, so December 4th, I had visited with her. Uh, I had spent the day with her at about three o'clock. I, I told her I needed to leave. Well, my cousin came to pick me up and she came in and she said, Angela, I think we need to stay a little longer. I don't know if she said something that I didn't or not, but I wound up staying two hours longer. And then I, my mom just was getting more and more upset, and I said, Judy, I have to leave, uh, because I was learning how to just walk away when she was getting upset like that, and so I told her, Mom, I love you, but I have to leave now, and I'll see you in the morning, and she got very angry, and the words she spoke to me really, really hurt but I had to leave. I knew I had to. So 7.30 that night, I got a call from the facility saying she had passed away, and that's when those words really hurt. But uh, And I tried to deal with them, and the months went on. And in July of 2019, there was a local ministry group that sponsored free Christian movies uh, at the local theater. And I was invited by some friends to go with them. And the movie was called The Grace Card. Mm. That is a fantastic movie on the, uh, on forgiveness. And if I would recommend it, I think you can find it on YouTube if you haven't seen it, but it was a tremendous movie. And this ministry had people at the front after the movie that would pray with you if you wanted them to. Wow. Well, I went down for prayer, 
And I said, I want to forgive my mom. And, oh, gosh. Never underestimate the power of prayer, hugs, and tears. <laughs> you put the three of those things together, oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. And, I hate to rush you, Angela, but I got two more that I got to get in in a short period of time. So thank you okay, for that. I, I can tell I just, that's a heartfelt just, cry right there. Oh, my goodness. And I'm so I just grateful. Wanted to say, I just wanted to say real quick that I was able to uh, forgive my mom. And I hope that somehow she knew and she was able to forgive me. Um, so um, thanks a lot, Rob. Oh, thank you. God bless you, Angela. Thanks for sharing. You All too. right. We have an anonymous caller in North Carolina. So anonymous, you're on the air. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling. Yes, sir. I hope you're doing well. I enjoy your show. We listen to it every Saturday. Oh, thank you. Um, this has been almost five years ago. Um, I kind of hesitated, but it's still, still get teary-eyed about it. Um, my older brother, he was 10 years older than me, um, Steve, he... He had a Louis body dementia as well. Oh, no. Um, I, di I didn't know that. All I knew was that I saw him Christmas, and then several months later, he had um, checked out, so to speak, uh, on his own. And uh, he, uh, you know, he's no longer in pain. Um, he was a Christian, uh, definitely. He had uh, gone. You know, he was a pastor. Really? He wrote several books. And so, you know, but I just, um, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, regardless of what people say, I do believe that, that my brother is in heaven right now. Yeah. So, yeah. so how did the, can you take us back to those moments in, in deep tears, so to speak, where you were really feeling uh, it from your heart? Did that feel a holy to you, to some, some cleansing there or... What did that feel like? At first, it knocked me, out, knocked me literally to my knees. I got a phone call. Oh. And not the best way to let somebody know, but um, I've let that go, you know, tried to. Um, anyway, but it literally knocked me to my knees. And um, I just, uh, I, I felt like I'd lost everything at that point, which I hadn't, but I felt that way because we were so close. Um, and... Let me get my thoughts together. Sorry. Um, but in that respect, in a good way, like Romans eight twenty eight, I clung harder or closer to the Lord. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I just I didn't have any I didn't have any other option. You know, so and back then I wasn't I was a believer, but I wasn't as strong as believer as I am now. But yeah. But he's given me there's some cheery moments, and there may be for a while. But um, um, he's um, he's given me the Lord has given me peace. It's funny how oh, you say that. Joy. It's funny how you say <laughs> that because this week I was feeling like I wasn't close to the Lord, and I called a dear friend of mine that's sitting across from me just to share, uh -huh. you know, because. When I don't have tragedy going on, or when I don't have something really big in it where where God's all I have. You know, sometimes we don't realize that God's all we need yeah. until God's all we got. 
And uh, <laughs> right. during, during my big tragedies, you know, I feel so close, but I was feeling kind of distant because right at this moment, I didn't have a big tragedy or a big uh, mountain to climb or, or something to conquer where I knew I had to depend on him. And um, it just it's just amazing how how he can get us through the big stuff. But I do find myself when there's not tragedy or something like that big, I'm, I don't feel as close. And, and a dear friend of mine who's sitting right across from me helped me get through that this week. A good point. Oh, wow. Well, I'm so grateful for your call. I got so many others I want to try to get to if okay. that's okay. But God bless you. And I'm so grateful for your sharing that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. God bless you. Bye-bye. So we got Nancy. He's been holding on a long time. Nancy, we don't have a lot of time, but can you share for us? Yes, I can, Robbie. We did pray for you when you had COVID. Oh, thank too, you. <laughs> and I'm glad you're feeling better. But I really, I that verse about the, the Holy Spirit being in you and being able to pray for you when you don't have words is always high on my list of of what verses I go back to and part of you know when I cry it's because I really have passion for my prayers and what's interesting is it's not always the request you know sometimes I just cry to the Lord with joy I I know it may sound crazy, but, you know, a lot of people have different ways of praising the Lord. And when people say, you know, tears of joy, that's what I have for him. When I go up to heaven, I'm going to be falling on my knees and just crying no. with thanks and praise. Oh, and wow. also ends up being a blessing. I, oh, thank you, Nancy. I hate we, we're, we're going to this Christian that's Car Guy fine. Theater episode. Bob was saying... We needed four. <laughs> I could use ten for all these wonderful callers. Sarah's called in from uh, Washington, as did Nancy. I'm so sorry we didn't get to your calls, but we'll do more. We'll do it next week, or we'll do something. So stay tuned for Christian Car Guy Theater. Thanks. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. And now time for Christian Car Guy Theater with today's episode of Plymouth Progress, episode 24. Now Jimmy saw in his dream as they drove on. Faithful just happened to look on the side and saw a sedan whose name was torn out of talkative driving a short distance beside them. For in this place there was room enough for all of them to drive, a four-lane highway. Tornado Talkative was a long sedan, and he looked better at a distance than he did up close. Faithful spoke to Talkative. Friend, how are you? Are you going to the heavenly country? Well, that is exactly where I'm going. That is well. Then I hope we may have the pleasure of your company. I would be happy to be your companion on the journey. Come on, then. Let us go together. And let us spend our time in conversation about things that are excellent. Well, this is a breath of fresh air. 
I am glad you have met someone who realizes how profitable it is to talk about good things. To tell you the truth, there are very few of us who will spend their time during travel speaking about what is good. Most sedans will waste their time talking about things that are of no value, no consequence, a fact that troubles me deeply. That waste of time is something to regret. Is there anything more worthy of the tongues and mouths of sedans than to speak of the things of God and heaven? Well, I must say I am enjoying our company already, for for your speech is full of conviction. (laughs) And I will add to you that what you said, that, that there is nothing more profitable or pleasant as talking about the things of God. For instance, if a sedan delights to talk of the history... Or, or the mystery of things, or, or if a sedan doth love to talk of miracles, wonders, or, or signs, where shall he find things recorded so delightful and so sweetly penned as in the Holy Scripture? That is true. But to be profited by such things in our talk, we should purposely talk about the things of God. Well, that is exactly what I said. For to talk of such things is most profitable. For by doing so, a sedan may get knowledge of of many things. Uh, uh, For instance, uh, the vanity of earthly things and and the benefit of things above. To be more specific, by talking, a sedan may learn the necessity of new birth, the insufficiency of our works, the need for Christ's righteousness, and so on. In addition to all of this, a sedan may learn by talking what it is to repent, to believe, to pray, to suffer, and the like. And also a sedan may learn what are the great promises and consolations of the gospel and be comforted by those promises. Further, by talking, a sedan may learn to refute false opinions and defend the truth and also to instruct the ignorant. All this is true, and glad I am to hear these things from you. Alas, because there is so little talk of these things. There are so few who understand the need for faith and the necessity of a work of grace in their soul in order to have eternal life. But they ignorantly live by the works of the law by which a sedan can by no means obtain entrance into the kingdom of heaven. Yes, but the heavenly knowledge of these things is a gift of God. No sedan can attain them by human effort or only by merely talking about them. All this I know very well, for a sedan can receive nothing except to be given to him from heaven. All is of grace, not of works. I could give you a hundred scriptures for the confirmation of this. Would you like to hear them all? Because I'm willing. Well then, what is the one thing that we should spend our time talking about? Whatever you'd like. I will talk of things heavenly or things earthly. Things moral, things evangelical, things sacred, or things profaned, things past or things to come, things foreign or things at home, things more important or things inconsequential, so long as it's done for our benefit. Now Faithful began to marvel about Talkative, and driving up to Valiant, for Valiant had driven by himself as Faithful and Talkative spoke, Faithful said to Valiant very quietly, What a brave companion we have found! Surely this sedan will make a very excellent Plymouth Pilgrim. At this, Valiant modestly smiled and said, This Oldsmobile Tornado with whom you are so impressed will beguile with that tongue of his many who do not know him. Do you know him then? Know him? (laughs) Yes, better than he knows himself. Pray, what is he? Uh, His name is Tornado Talkative. 
the garages in our town. I'm surprised that he is a stranger to you, but perhaps it is understandable since our town is so large. Whose son is he then? And whereabout does he garage? He is the son of Saywell Sunburn. He lives in Pratting Row, and he is known by all that are acquainted with him by the name of Talkative in Pratting Row. And notwithstanding his fine tongue, he is but a miserable sedan. Well, he seems to be a very elegant sedan. Yes, to those who don't really know him. He is best abroad, near home. He is unseemly. Your impression of him as a respectable sedan brings to my mind the work of a painter whose pictures show attractively at a distance, but unpleasantly up close. I noticed you smiled. Are you jesting with me? Oh, God forbid that I should jest, although I did smile in this matter, or that I should accuse anyone falsely. I will give you further insight into who this sedan really is. This sedan is for any company and for any talk, as he talketh now with you. So will he talk when he is drinking at the pub. And the more he drinks, the more he talks. <laughs> Religion hath no place in his heart. His home, or his conversation, he is all talk, and his religion is to make noise with his mouth. Stay tuned for the next exciting adventure in the Plymouth Progress. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, did you know that shoemakers are very talkative? <laughs> they love to converse. <laughs> yeah, Daddy. You know, I hear that a support group for overly talkative people. It's called an on and on and on and on. <laughs> it's like talkative anonymous. <laughs> Those meetings must be so long. Oh, boy. But seriously, Daddy, this talkative is using his tongue to hide a brilliant disguise. But like most of us with our personalities, we even fool ourselves. That's why Valiant said he knows talkative better than talkative knows himself. Oh, boy. It's a good thing for that we have real friends in our lives that can spot our disguise or are posing for us. You know what? Spouses are particularly good at sharing when we are putting on the act. Oh, boy. Well, Daddy, that's about it. <laughs> Remember, whatever you do, always give 100%. Unless you're donating blood. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. How fun. A Plymouth Progress, obviously a ripoff from a Pilgrim's Progress, the genius of John Bunyan. I just want to give a shout out to my good friends who volunteer this acting. It's absolutely unbelievable that they would do it, these professional actors. Jesse Cordy, who plays the part of Valiant. Uh, so amazing, he really, really is. As well as Alan Johnson in this episode plays, faithfully plays many other characters in it, but he just does an amazing job. And then Brian Havoc in this episode is talkative. You might also recognize his voice a little bit as he is the voice of Randy Radiator, plays the opposite of me as Danny Dipstick. So, and I never want to forget our coordinator, I guess would be a good word for it, and Alt, who puts all this stuff together for us. I love these guys. I love Christian Car Guy Theater, and I thank you so much for listening and now as we close out the show, I was wondering if you might, just like me, think about how we could get our cry on and cry with our whole hearts 
that we could be made more like his son. This is the Truth Network.